All right, listen, everybody. Wow. Welcome back. I'm aggressive, <laughs> just really aggressive. Just come on the air, just really aggressive. How are y'all doing? Yeah, today? yeah right. My wow. name's Dustin, and this is. I'm Miguel. Uh, where we are brothers of the kingdom, where we are teaching and restoring life through Christ. Uh, really quick, guys. Um, we have an amazing two-part episode, which is, I think, is going to be really, really amazing. What do you think? Uh, I think it's going to be pretty awesome. We uh, had our very close friends, Jordan and Chelsea. There you go. Um, come and join us. And we uh, sat down on... That's really loud. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you who listen to our podcast, apparently you know that I'm the loud one with the drinks and the tumbler cups and the ice and the I am so sorry. If you do it... <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we have an amazing uh, uh, two-part episode, so we're going to be releasing uh, episode one tonight. Um, or or tomorrow, whenever you are listening to this. Yeah, wherever you're listening. Um, we'd just like to thank our friends uh, Jordan and Chelsea for uh, the, the amazing hospitality that they had uh, inviting us over and the amazing conversation that we had. I think it's going to be lit. You guys need to stay tuned. Keep checking on it. Uh, and the moment we have it edited, we will have the second part up as soon as we can. But it, yeah. it, it, it was literally a two-hour and change, you know, interview. Um, yeah. And what didn't even feel like two hours. It literally felt like 40 minutes. Um, but I guess, you know, time, you know, passes by. You know, we're talking about God with good friends and, you know, good food. So uh, we and really enjoyed it. So we, we hope that you guys enjoy it, too. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you guys hear any... Uh crunches in the background that's me eating carrots halfway the through. the holy it. spirit makes dustin hungry yeah it does <laughs> um so whenever you guys listen to it uh definitely let us know on your feedback and we are gonna sign off so we can go ahead and get recording and or not recording but editing and i will get or we will get the first episode up tonight that way uh you guys can listen to it tomorrow morning or um sometime uh, yeah sometime over the week um and sometime tonight. <laughs> and then do us a favor. Uh, we have a TikTok. So follow us on TikTok. Follow us on, on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Um, and also uh, take a look at our new online page. We uh, kind of separated and made, and made it look... A little bit more improvement to it. Exactly. And you guys can now you know email us directly uh, under the contact information or message us on instagram or or or, Twitter or tiktok or tiktok uh so we definitely want to hear from you guys and also do not be afraid to post um anything that you like you know go ahead and and spread the word about the about the podcast you know you know let's bring other people into the kingdom and other people uh you know if you know somebody who who may need to hear something you know that we're talking about you know go ahead and send it to them and as well as if you think that we should be talking about some other stuff uh, go ahead and, and email us. We would love to hear from you, and uh, we will try our best to reach out to each and every one and respond to everyone as quickly as we can. All right, so we're signing out. I'm Miguel. My name's Dustin. And we'll talk to you guys later. Peace. I can, okay. I can okay. be a tit. Again. Or not a skit, but... This started great. <laughs> Thanks for joining us again, guys. We're Brothers with the Kingdom. Where we are teaching and restoring life through Christ. Today we are with our friends Jordan and Chelsea. Say hi, guys. What's hi. up, guys? <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking about a few subjects today um, and kind of get their testimony and uh, talk about God and, and, and have a great time doing it. And 
that's the plan so far. That's as far as we got. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be fun. But uh, uh, we met Jordan by accident. Uh, you called me when you were searching an area for for uh, to do your, I almost said retail. Uh, <laughs> he's a realtor and was, and was looking to see if people were uh, wanting to buy in that section. And you called me. I was at work and I missed your phone call. Yeah. Yeah. I called you back. Yep. Surprisingly. <laughs> I never and get I, callbacks either. That's the crazy <laughs> thing. And I never call people back. And <laughs> um, and so I was like, oh yeah, he, you had asked us if, if we were looking to buy and everything. I was like, yeah. Went home, told Dustin about it. I was like, yeah, this is a guy that called me randomly and was talking to me about, you know, buying houses and stuff, uh, which we were looking for at the time. Um uh, lost your number i don't know how many times i lost your number like at least three uh my feelings was were pretty fault. hurt right yeah. what was fault. why are you gonna call me out when you reset my apple watch and i was like wait a minute the apple watch had jordan's number in it he's like who i said the realtors he goes oh and i was like well we'll never talk to him again <laughs> like, how did y'all get each other's number again um he called me it was Again. a random. It was a random area too. It was just crazy, man. It was just the whole way, the way that the whole thing had worked. Mm -hmm. And uh, like you said, you had called me back, and we had a conversation a few times. Yeah. And like you say, you lost my number a couple times, and yeah. there was just one day I was like, I'm gonna follow up with him again. I, I had yeah. given him my number, and then you answered, and it was like an hour and a half conversation. I got off the phone, and I was like, I felt like ten minutes. Like, yeah. How did we just literally sit here and talk for an hour and a half? Yeah, because you know he he, he had called, and he's like, hey, I just want to see, you know, where where were you guys at, and you know, in the house process and all that. And I was like, yeah. I was like, well, you know, this is where we are. And then I had mentioned, I was just like, you know, he's like, well, you know, what kind are you looking for? How big? How big? Yeah, how that was big? the trigger word. Yeah, he said okay. three bedrooms. I yeah. said, why three? He said, well, me and my brother have a ministry. Yes. And that was yeah. a key word. The ministry was like, ding ding. Like, well, what type of ministry? We don't care about the house. Well, I want to know about the ministry. Listen, and me and Jordan went on and on and on about, and the funny thing is, is our, our roommate was actually waiting for me, and I was like, oh, I don't even care. You can chill out for a second because. Because, like, what's happening here is a God thing, and I don't even know why it's happening. Most we're going to find out. Yeah. Um, me, and, me and Jordan, we agreed on a lot of things uh, as far as um, what we believe. And um, one of the things that is hard to come by is people believing in, you know, the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues and, and, and doing all that. And, uh, man, we, we spent, like he said, like an hour on the phone just... Just throwing scripture and throwing things like, like, well, I believe in this. Do you believe in this? And that, you know, yeah. by the end of that phone call, he was like, I don't even care if you buy a house for me anymore. Like, <laughs> just, <laughs> it was such a God thing, bro. I just saw it. as soon. Yeah, that was amazing. That was a really good introduction into something really good. Yeah, yeah. it was funny because I was, um, I was working in Alabama. Yeah. I was working in Alabama, and you called me. You were like, "Yo!" I was like, "What?" I was so fired up. And he's <laughs> like, "I just talked to Jordan." I said, "What?" The the realtor uh, from last time. He said, "Yeah, we um, he we just had a whole hour conversation about ministry." I said, "Yo, what?" <laughs> <laughs> I was I was like, "I don't know." I was like, "I'm excited." I don't know. I don't, I don't even know who he is, but I'm excited. <laughs> so uh, then we had um, the the last episode. I had shouted out. Uh, Pastor Rayleigh at Calvary Christian Center um, at, uh, at Ormond Beach, and I, I shouted that out, and Jordan is the one who invited us, 
because um, I don't like mega churches very much because I don't typically like the watered down gospel. I don't typically like the the charades, you know, like the great production, and like you know, we rather do it for a show than to actually do it to serve God. And so, like when he was like, "Yeah, you know, it's a mega church," and I was like, "Oh, well, that's unfortunate." And <laughs> he was like, "No, no, no, man! Like, like, it's look, not, it's, it's not, it's DD, not yeah. all that. You can feel the spirit of God, you know, right when you drive onto the property." Take a leap of faith. Take a leap of faith. And so I was like, do you want to go? Now, we've been looking for a church, like a church home for like a while. Okay. Like over a year? Yeah, about, about a year. And like there's churches like we go to like, oh, well, let's check this one out. We go there. We're like, yeah, that's not it. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, and just ones that, you know, weren't necessarily bad, but just we couldn't get fed off of it. Like it was, it was not there for was, us. There was points where I was just falling asleep mm-hmm. in the middle yeah. of a church service. In one mm-hmm. church. And it was because, like, like I told him last night, like, if I want to hear somebody talk, I will watch a TED Talk. But I go to church to be convicted. I go to church to for the Spirit of God to speak to me and, you know, to, to direct me and keep me where I'm supposed to be. And if I'm not getting that from a church, then I'm, I mean, there's no reason honest. for me to be there. Let's you know be what honest. I mean? Like uh, Pastor Riley said today, uh, it's spiritually dead. Yeah, yes, yeah, and a lot, a lot of churches are, are spiritually dead, so, but not Calvary Christian Center. That, no. That's not dead, not mm. even for one second. No. <laughs> People coming in dead and leaving alive. And le- leaving alive, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, and it was crazy how, so, you know, there's the five, you know, the five-fold ministry, you know, that churches are supposed to be, you know, keeping up with, and, um, I had already had doubts about it because it was a mega church, but the fact that we our first Sunday visit was when they were baptizing people, and people were talking in tongues, and people were getting set free, and then you know people were you know letting go of their past, being set free of depression and sickness and this that, and the other, and I'm sitting here like, is this really happening? Like, <laughs> you know, like is, like is this really? And and that's when you know God dealt with me. He's just like, look, some big mega churches are there because of their own glory. Yeah. But there are some that are big. It's not because of anything that, anything that they're doing, but because I said that if they speak the truth and they mm-hmm. live a certain way, that I would send the masses to them. Yes. So some of the some of the, those mega churches are there because that's that's God is blessing them mm-hmm. for the work that they're doing, and that was the case with Calvary. Mm-hmm. So that that he really spoke to me that day, and I was like, all right, maybe I shouldn't be so judgmental as I, you know, as I am, and then it just, today was our second Sunday, and it it was still the same thing. Like, you walk in there, the atmosphere is just yeah. It's a beautiful, nuts. beautiful feeling, and, be- like, the smell that, that the, the foyer has, and then you walk in, you feel like you have to sit there and just... Yeah. Like, like you have to have that good posture. You, yeah, yeah, you have to stay in that attention, because, like, you're, like, you're in the presence of the Holy Ghost. As soon as you walk in. Like, yeah. And like you say, mega churches have like those three songs and offering and a great popular message, and then they're you know they go and that's it. Yeah. And it's like no, like like with Calvary, as soon as you walk in, you feel it. You, oh, I yeah. mean, a hundred percent, you feel it. And it was, and like you say, it turned into bigger than just the house. 
Because yeah. I was prospecting for someone to buy a house, but as soon as you guys were like in church, it was like they were looking for a home church. Like this was so much bigger than a house. Yeah. This was something you guys were looking for that mm-hmm. you didn't even know you were going to find. And it just oh, yeah. like, it just it's a God thing, man. The whole oh, yeah. way that everything aligned, it just worked out really well. And, and, and one thing that we noticed, um, so, you know, we talked to you on the phone several times and, you know, but we, we got to meet, you know, you first time and then we met your lovely wife, Chelsea. Um, Listen, I really quick, I want to say this because I've seen it a lot. But the moment, I'm going to say this in the, try to say it in the, the, the right way, because I mix up my words a lot. The moment that he went to the bathroom, you were still praising as if he was not even there with you. Correct. Or yes. he was still there with you, and that speaks volume. Yeah, because it, right it wasn't a show. Like, like you guys are serving um, together, but as well as individually serving, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, so, like, whether he, he's there or not... You're still getting your praise on. You're still there, yeah. you, you know, for your personal needs. Yeah, I praise alongside him, not yeah. for him, you know? It's, it's independently, just... too, because God's shown his face to us. So, like, yeah. you independently in a way that I can't comprehend and him independently. So, yeah, even even separate independently, we still, he's done so much for us. Now, that, that say, <laughs> recently, okay, we've been through it 100% yeah. where that would never even came out of his mouth. Yes. Yeah. Two yes. years ago, and you know, yes. if if I'm not mistaken, you said that you guys had met, you guys got no. married at 18 or 19. So yeah, so yeah. like a little backstory on us, uh, we had met on a mission trip at Calvary. At Calvary, yeah. we were kids. I think I was I just out of high school. No, 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 no. I was like 15, so you had to be 16. Okay, so school. I was still in high school, yeah. and uh, we had met on a mission trip and kind of dated for a little while and. She wasn't sure she was ready for somebody like me, so it took her a little bit. But uh, we got married. I was 19. You were 18. Yep. Everybody thought we were crazy. And uh, being inside the church, like, we knew uh, of the church and everything, but we were kind of, you know, lukewarm, hit and miss. There's a lot to figure out when you get married, but we, we had grown up in the church. Yeah. And uh, she has always been, like, the opposite of me, like, super, like conserved like never did like the drugs and the alcohol where i was exactly the opposite yeah uh, so she has been i have put her through and like she <laughs> says but by the grace of god yeah. did yeah. she put up with me and did i because so like i uh i grew up super like add adhd mm-hmm. the mood thing the doctor's diagnosed you know typical high energy kid yeah. at like yeah. seven or eight and uh, my parents put me on a ton of medication mm-hmm. so i was heavily medicated until i was 18 and uh, i was like you know what? i'm done with these meds so you knew me then too and I took myself off of them and I kind of kept it I was embarrassed that I had to take medicine yeah so I had detoxed off of them which they told me not to do because I had yep. taken them for like eight years and uh I took myself off and I was like I'm gonna do this and then I turned to alcohol and I medicated with alcohol for a while you were there of course nicotine. too nicotine yeah alcohol and nicotine for a yeah. while and then uh then I switched to drug use and uh, everything spiraled, man. The high's only so high for a little while. Anybody who's used drug knows, you know, yeah. it's yeah, it's a and, vicious and cycle. It's funny because like you start, I always you know tell people you know when the devil takes you on the ride, like he don't show you the whole nah. the whole roller coaster. No, nah. he 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 breadcrumbs you. Yes. So what you were seeking was okay. Well, I don't want to be on medication. I want to kind of deal with this by myself. Yes. And then in return, he led you and said, well, it's not it's not your ADHD medication. Well, the alcohol might help. Yeah. Well, maybe these drugs will help. And 
before you know it, now now, now you're stuck yep. in the I same can. thing that you wanted freedom from. Chasing something that sobriety addiction. couldn't touch. Yeah, addiction. Yeah. And like you say, that first high, and then you're going for another high, and next thing you know, and like the type, it was a it was a swinging pendulum one way or the other. And like yeah. I'm not, I have an addictive personality. Yeah. So like the way I am is I'm all in or I'm nothing at all. Yes. So yeah. like I didn't use like I had friends that could get clean for a job. And, you know, take 30 days off, 60 days off, whatever. That's not me. Yeah. I couldn't go a couple hours. Yeah. You know, like we'd go run errands, you know, kids in the car. And she's like, I'm going to take you home. Go get your fix real quick. And then we'll yes. go do errands. And it's like at the time, like that's what I needed to function. Yeah. I didn't leave. It was food, water, shelter, drugs. Yeah. You know, and I was willing to make enough money to do that. Sacrifice whatever I needed to. And she knew how I felt about it. And uh, being with this scriptural background, like... You have that mental health. It's so funny how we can twist certain context in the Bible to make it seem like what we want. And we yeah. would sit down and I'd be like, yo, you know, like, you know, people get this medicinal. I could go get a medicinal card, you know, to smoke yeah. weed. And yes. it's just a little bit of weed. You know what I'm saying? Like Absolutely. mental health in this day, it's glorified. And, and yet, you know, God put it on this earth. So like, why and it's, can't it, you can smoke <laughs> it right <laughs> off the plant. Said. You know what yes, I'm saying? Exactly. But I also wasn't going to church every Sunday and I also wasn't reading my Bible. And, and it's the same way with like, uh, you know, when you're drinking, well, Jesus drank wine. Okay. Time out. Was he getting drunk? Exactly. You know what I, Yeah. And it was representation of his blood and stuff. Yep. Like you can twist it to make it seem, whoa, my temper's out of control, but Jesus flipped tables in the temple. Time out. Look at how, look yeah. at, look at what there's was anger. going on. Yeah. Just anger yeah. And, and, not yes. anger. and it's funny cause, um, you know, what you had said about, uh, you know, about drinking, um, there was a, there's a pastor called uh, Mike Todd of Transformation Church that I watch, and one of the things that he said is that was you know uh, Christians are, are big on why well, can I have a drink? Granted, can you have a drink? Absolutely, right? But he said, but are you are you drinking for like yourself pleasure for, or for like for, for like pleasure or are you drinking because you're hiding something? Oh no, that there there was that one, and then there was another one where he said. Um, is it okay for you to have a drink? Yes. But when it turns out that you're drinking, you're coming home, let's say you're having a hard day at work. Mm -hmm. Yes. No, I I want I'm I had a hard day at work, man. I'm just going to go home and have a couple beers. Is there wrong having a beer or wine? No. I wouldn't recommend shots because shots can get you can get you drunk quicker, but depending on the person, nah. but um there's nothing wrong with with having a, a beer or a glass of wine. Up to personal conviction. Yeah. You yes. know, so because like I think that's one of those things that goes under um, our free will. Um, and I think that it goes under personal conviction. You know, there are some people who feel that, come, you know, for them, complete drinking is, is out the door. And then there's yeah. some who feel like, okay, a beer is not bad. And I feel like that's up to personal conviction. Yeah. Um, yes. But I do with caution, you know, be, you know, be careful. You know, like you said, like, when if we're celebrating we're like okay let's you know let's hey let's have some wine let's have some you know let's have a beer then that's fine but like you said when you're coming home and oh well, let me grab a cold one because i had a hard day that's no longer yes. drinking you know, to, yes. to celebrate that's dependency yep yeah. it, it's you know like I mean? um there for me whenever um whenever i was going through that that was like okay man i'm gonna I'm gonna come home and have a couple beers. A couple beers turned out to be a whole twelve pack in a day. Yeah. Yeah. And then it kept going and kept going and kept going. I was spending 
two, three, four hundred dollars a week. Those mm -hmm. are the breadcrumbs. Mm -hmm. Those Absolutely. are the breadcrumbs. And the next thing you know, you're so shackled that you're and, bound. And then because it's like a lesser drink, so it's not like hard liquor, right? I'm just yeah. drinking beer. Well, that's not all that bad. You know, kind of like what you said. Like, I can get my, you know, medicinal card. Like, it's yeah. not all that bad. Yeah. Now, uh, questions. So where were you in this? So, like, what... How did you deal with him yeah. being the way he was? <laughs> well, it started when um, it was Monday, January 16th of 2017. Um, I you got the whole day. It was about 5.30 in the afternoon. I told you, she's venting. Not she's not, not, not joking, guys. This is therapy. It was sure. almost like a trauma, so I, just, I can't yeah. really forget that. Um, he came home from work one day. We were going through it. Our, mm -hmm. We just had our son. He was about three months old. Uh, when he was born, he went without oxygen for 13 minutes, so mm -hmm. he was actually dead. Um, they brought him back. We were in the hospital for two weeks, and the doctors were like, there's something wrong with him. He's not going to function. He's not going to be able to read or write. He's going to have all these issues, and as you clearly see, there's nothing wrong with him. Praise when God. we first got to the NICU, they were like, you know, your son's gone. Like, I'm so sorry. There's Don't have much hope. He's damaged. It's just yep. a matter of how, how much How much? Yep. Well, 14 that. days later, we walked out of the hospital with a perfectly healthy baby. From wow. dead to healthy. 14 days. And the doctor that delivered him was an atheist. Yep, and he didn't believe in God. And then after that 14 days, he was like, you know, there's a God out there. There has to be. He said, your son this. your son should be dead. So yes. the fact that he's here lets us know so, that there's. So, just Amen. that little backstory. Mm -hmm. But fast Amen. forward three months later, um, we were really going through it, you know, the both of us. And he had influences at work, and I had my own. And he came home and was like, you know, I'm just not in love with you anymore. Like, this is not, yeah, this is, I don't want this. So uh, she was sitting there like, when for, was this? Yeah, <laughs> like, for real though, it was, was like, like blindsided. No... I mean, I knew he had issues, but I didn't know he was to that point. Right. Of that, so I was just it hit me, and I didn't even know what to say. I went for a walk. I came home, and I remember I was just like devastated. And he was sitting there eating a sandwich, like nothing was going on. Wow. And I was so, like nothing was so yes. at this point in time. Nothing was like so I was emotionally a, turned off. I was yep. a raging alcoholic at yep. this point. Yeah, before he hit the drugs. So I. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, and like I was drinking you know. like Jack Daniel. How often were we buying a bottle of Jack? We were broke too, but I'm we talking, bought about a bottle every two days. Every, okay. Come home from work, literally barely took my shoes off, poured up a bottle, went out and sat. She thinks I'm working in the garage. Mm -hmm. I'm sitting on our dryer just for hours, bro, drinking. Yeah. Like my life, all the crap that comes with alcohol. That's not the drunk feeling. That's the, because I was medicating for anxiety and depression and suicidal thoughts and the alcohol you think is a savior from that right. and I'm sitting out there for hours just getting absolutely hammered day after day after day and that's it just caught her off guard now, now was, like, this, was this something that you would talk to her about or, no. or was it, or was it like, a situation like we had in? discussed where the you kept worst communication ever like yep. we're, we're basically pros at communicating now because of how crappy it was when we first got together but yeah no like you say like as men we're raised to hold it in Right. Like, don't be soft when you show, hey, it makes me feel this way when you, you're soft. Yeah. Like, you're a man. You're supposed to deal with that crap. And I dealt with it and held it all in on right. top of the conviction of drinking and doing all this stuff. And, and just, you know, what we just went through with our and child. We went so with, it's all yeah. just, yeah. it was so much at once. And lack of God. And, yeah. Let's throw that out yeah. there. Yeah. Lack of God. Trying to do it yeah. on my own. And, yeah. I, and I think that, you know, in, in a man's mind, you know, because, you know, when it comes biblically... The man is a lot of things in the high, you, you, you know, in the household, just as the wife is, you know. And if if either one of the, of, of the parties, you know, the, the the man or the woman isn't playing their role, well, then that 
that's chaos in the house. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because women are everything that we're not, and we're everything that they're not, that's and it. and that's how you, that's how we coexist. So to not have that, th- like that kind of um, uh, communication, and you're sitting there beating yourself up because you're like, okay, I know I shouldn't be turning to this. I know I shouldn't, you know, be doing this, feeling that conviction, but still be like, there's no way out mm-hmm. of this. Uh, uh, like uh, of the circle, they'd know? be better and, off without me. And yes. what would just pound, bro? Every second, the second my eyes open, is they deserve better. They'd be better off without me. And I can relate with you because I. How? What episodes did you listen to? The most recent one that you guys talked about, Calvary. That's the one that I. Oh, the third the one. Mm-hmm. So a little bit of a backstory. Um, yeah, we we talked before, but I was physically, mentally emotionally abused mm-hmm. not in the, the previous relationship but the relationship before that um i was kicked punched slapped um everything that you can physically think of um and i did the same thing went and 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 did the the smoked weed and just to get my mind off it i'd get so so out of my mind that I'm just sitting here like wow I'm I feel like I'm about to overdose yeah. and people say you can't overdose on THC but you you can but it, it, it puts you in it in a like erratic state of mind yeah to where like you can't you know you know you no longer keep track of your own like your own thoughts or anything like that and yes you may not physically OD like like die from it but yeah it was it's you not feel like, like you are on the inside yeah, yeah you know what I mean because your 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 brain can't take the pressure on how much your neutrons right. are firing because everything right. is just firing at once and it's like a like a machine gun going off at that point and you know what's funny is it's when we go through these moments alcoholism drugs and stuff like that it's so hard right because it has its effects but we tend as humans to to cling to that even though it takes us through this whole mess then it it, like that's easier than surrendering to Christ absolutely you know what I mean so let me ask you another question why he was dealing with everything how were you able to keep your faith Yes. And and stick with him through the thick and thin. I mean, yes, they say the uh, whenever you get married and um, in sickness and health, but but that was a lot. Yeah, that that was a lot for you mentally, and probably scarred you for the rest of your life. And also spiritually. I mean, you guys grew up in church, yeah. So you know, and and, and you held on to your faith. What was your thoughts? You know, you know knowing him through church and all this stuff like that and then seeing you know you experiencing that yeah well I can be completely honest and say that I was not who I am today as far as faith wise Mm -hmm. right like we knew the truth you know when kids grow up in church you're like you're supposed to know all of this you're supposed to act this way because you don't know your whole life yeah (laughs) it's not like that at all like I've been at Calvary since I was born I've been with Pastor Rayleigh, all of that and now as I'm older and I've been through all of this now I'm starting to realize you know what faith is Yes. And, um, you know, what it means versus just, like, hearing Jonah and the whale Bible stories, you know? Not right. really going through it. So, I was very rocky on my faith, too. Don't get me wrong. We were both in the same boat as far as that. Um, honestly, I could not explain to you what it was because everything in me and my parents, everyone was like, you know, why are you with him? 
You know, yeah. he's put you through so much. Why did you take him back when he came back after he left? I had to move in with his mother because my parents basically didn't have a place for me. Yeah. So my son and I were homeless while he was with his friends. So right. I had to move into his childhood home, which is weird, you know. Your husband <laughs> left you and then you had to move in. Yeah. So there was so much. And I went to church and I was talking with Pastor Don and the children's pastor. And they're like, you know, hold fast. I know it's hard. Yeah. Um, and I did. And I took him back. But there's still that inside me. I have resentment. There's so much. Yeah. And I'm still dealing with it to this day. Like, right. it's still, it's hard to hold on to. But every time he would go through it, and I'd be like, you know, I'm done. You know, I don't want to do this. Mm -hmm. um, I have my children now. I was just like, there, you got to hold on. Like, not a voice, but a feeling. Yeah. Uh, like, a, maybe a spiritual feeling. That's yeah. like, you know, you can't go. Like, hold on a little bit longer. Like, right. things are working. Like, God is saying, like, wait to see what yes, I have. Yes, like, we're meant to be together. Yeah. Like, I it just, wasn't just happened. Like, like, what he's told us, he told Miguel, he told myself, uh, the last couple of days, it's, it takes that one little leap of faith. Yes, correct. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, as I saw him go through it, and of course, you know, I love him, so it was yeah. hard to visualize and see everything and the way he was feeling, but I couldn't really relate to that because I never went through that. Mm -hmm. So with him, I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but I'll love you through it. Yeah, yeah like I, I don't know how to make it better. Yes, and if I were to leave, what like what would that say? Like yeah. he's going through something, obviously, and it's not, you know, it's not his own choice. It's right. something mentally, spiritually, whatever. Right. So why would I leave and make it worse? Then there would be no comeback. Why would he come back from that? Does that make sense? Yeah. Spiritually wise, why would he be like, oh, I'm going to turn to God now. Right. My wife left me, my kids are gone, and I'm on drugs. Right. I got to pray through it with him. I got to stay with him and just go through it. Now, it, it was tough. And, it and, was tough. And, <laughs> and, and, and meanwhile, you know, you, know, you know, little did you know, but like the whole reason of, you, uh, of pushing that away was just because you felt unworthy. Like, you were just like, look like look, look what I'm putting them through. So hindsight is now, looking back, God definitely was trying to get my attention. Yeah. And I was not acknowledging him because I can fix it all on my own between me and these substances. Yeah. So it was one of those, I'm going to make you lose everything to where you have no choice but to get on your face before me and figure this out. Absolutely. So he, he pulled the whole, uh, who was it, Job? Job, yeah. Yeah. So he, he, he did that like, to you. It, it took, so I'm strong, I'm strong-willed. So we, how long was it? I think it was three months. Was it three yeah, months three that months. we were split? Yeah. So we never like. Not like forever. Oh, yeah. But. <laughs> it was a struggle. Every, because, because automatically the consumption goes up. Because it's like, I want to go back, but I'm too prideful. And they deserve better. And I'm in bad condition. I can't get off these drugs. Still using. They deserve better. So eventually we ended up getting back together. And uh, it was uh, up in, it was March 19th. 2021. Using heavy, 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 heavy into drugs. More so, never taking a day off. And I was sitting in the garage. She was at work. And uh, I was sitting in the garage and I was just depressed. And every morning, bro, I got up at 4.15 in the morning and I'd be standing at the bathroom sink and I would look in the mirror and just be like suicidal thoughts, bro. Yeah. Like from the time that you wake up and I'd have to convince myself to continue to go. And I mean, I got two beautiful kids, a beautiful wife that took me back after all my stupidity. And it was just still so heavy. And I remember that night I was sitting out in the garage high out of my mind and I was just still so depressed and the fix wasn't there. And I'm like, I'm medicating for all this stuff and it's not working. And we had just gotten off. My mom was fasting and uh, she was talking about uh, coffee. Well, I can give up everything, but I can't give up coffee. And that just flashed through my head. And it was like, you know, I justified the drug use because of my mental health. But, like, I can't even give it up. Like, I'm going to die addicted to these drugs because I won't give it up. 
And I just said, I wish I could get off of them, but I can't do it on my own. And just as clear as day, I heard, if you lay it at my feet, I'll carry you through. And I was like, done. And I laid it down right there, dude, and sobriety ever since. And it's been uh, like a year and a half now. I mean, whatever month we're in now. Uh, And I've never looked back. You know, it was the, it was a hard, it was a hard path, like, uh, you know, no sleep and appetite and all of that. But I just like, I took advantage of it as to like, like when I would wake up in the middle of the night, an hour after going to sleep, it was like, you know, I'm going to pray or I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to, you know, focus on God because I trust that he's going to carry me through, you know, and people still to this day, even Tuffy, when I talk to him, he's like, uh, you know, I, I thought you'd be an addict your whole life. And it's like, you know, I was, but God, yeah. And my, yeah. my flesh said, and who you knew said, but like when you're set free, like there's no, once you have an encounter with God yeah. and now looking back, like it's almost like all of this had to come to pass for how I was because the salvation was so everything that I had went through and everything that he let us go through and held her strong through and everything, yeah. like it made us so strong on the other side. And my faith is so strong in God, like, right we're just in such a great place of faith and spiritual strength and all of that, like yeah. together and independently and stuff. You can't just stop. You still got to work on it. Yeah. Every single, well, yeah. and we've talked about that too. Like people, like you say that one prayer and, Oh, I, I had an encounter when I was 12 and now I'm good. And now it's I'm like, saved. Yeah. the Bible says the bride of Christ. So like, she's my bride. So every single day I have to make an, uh, intentional decision to make sure that she stays my wife. Yeah. To make sure that there's nobody that's going to treat her better. To make sure right. that she knows that I love her just as much as I did when we were kids and we dated and stuff. Yeah. And it's like you have to make an intentional decision to pick up the cross to get in your word, A. Yeah. Because I was in such a different place. And then I started reading my Bible. And it's just like that is a living book. Yeah. Like it was written so long ago, but it's still so alive today. Absolutely. Like that is our cheat sheet, our handbook. Right. For what we're going through every second. And when you get to the end of it, read it again because it's going to hit different the second time with everything that you're going different, Absolutely. you know, through in a different time of your life. And, and uh, like, it's crazy because, I mean, when you're talking about it, um, God was working on you guys in different parts of your walk. Correct. Yes. So while you need, while you needed to trust and, and you needed to know that he was enough to save you from addictions, you know, God was working with her and her faith. Yes. You know, like. Am I the God that can save him, or am I not? You know, yes. and and you know, so while she's, you know, trying to you know put steadfast, and I'm sure, like you said, that your faith was rocky at the time. Yeah. You know, uh, so how was it when you started seeing the change? It was night and day. First of all, it yeah. was just like bam, you put the drugs down. Three days later, you stopped cussing. Three days later, hey, let's try to get back to church. Three days later, hey, let's tithe. It was just bam, 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 and I'm like. Again, God, show hold up. on a second. Bro, you know what I'm Slow saying? Down. That, so that was... makes me tear up too because it's like, it's like rehab can't do that. You know, yeah. but by the grace of God, it is three days yeah. later. Am I a better father, a better yeah. husband? Yeah. yeah. You know what it I'm caught saying? me like, out. I was like, well, in my brain, I'm like, slow down. Hold on. He needs to slow down because I wasn't fully to that extent yet. So I was almost jealous. Yeah. Like, how did you go from that to that? And I never did anything. I'm not smoking, drinking, nothing, none of that. Right. But why wasn't I that far in my faith? Like uh-huh. I, I stood fast, you know, I stood strong. So God's still working on me with that, with like a different walks of the process is whatever Points of the process this yeah. is what Pastor Anderson said. So uh, our faith is strong now, but it was definitely, it was a tough one. That's basically <laughs> all I can say. Yeah. It's hard to explain, you know, exactly what you're feeling spiritually when it comes to that. But he, no, for real, it's like the person you see now is not someone 
who I thought I would see in this yeah. lifetime. It really wasn't. I thought, you know, it was too far gone. We've done too many things. Yeah. You know? So it took mm. it took a lot. And it, it still amazes me. Like, he's the father and the husband that I wanted when we first got married, you know? Yeah. When we, so that's held on. It's been 10. We've been married almost 10 years. So 10 years later, now it's there. Now, what if I didn't do that? What if I stopped the sixth year? If right. I just waited a little bit longer, I would have got what I wanted. You know what I mean? He right. gave so you the I think, strength. He, yep. he worked on us individually because like together we didn't work the way that we were no. in the flesh and who we were who we wanted to be in the flesh independently was not cohesive like no. we butted heads we couldn't communicate things were rough I yeah. had addiction problems but like when he got us apart and like showed us under a microscope like yo he's right. out of the picture this is what Chelsea yeah. needs to deal with yeah. and yeah. yo this is how far from where I need you to be like I'm gonna where break you, you until you submit because right. you have a call on your life to be greater and I'm not about to let you know what I'm saying and it's like you always think like we hear people say that all the time like God's not close anymore and it's like nah family you've got you're not further yeah. his he's always right there and his voice is always the same tone yeah it's when you get so far away that you can't hear it anymore yeah. that's you he's always right there and the second that I laid it down dude in all of my turmoil broken busted disgusted everything that we were going through it was just like as soon as I just was willing to to truly say I'll lay this at your feet but you know I can't do this without you. He changed my entire life. And it's, still, every day. It's funny that you say that. Because, um... The... The, um... People are saying that God's not close anymore. It's those same people that are too afraid to pick up a Bible. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, because that's it. We're always afraid, you know... Um, we're always afraid of two things. We're afraid of God, you know... Would just stop talking to us. But then we're also afraid to hear what he has to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're, we're too. Pr- we think that we know everything, and yeah. well, he's got sad news, but we don't. Or this yes. is working for me right now, yes. and I'm afraid yes. of what you have to say will come and change the situation. And that was the thing, though, too. <laughs> and that was the thing, though, too, is that I would argue like the drug abuse with you yeah. or anybody, and be like, and justify it. But looking back, I never got on my face and asked God, like, yo, because in the back of my mind, I knew. But the thing was, is that like everything that I was medicating for, it was like, Lord, you made me this way. Like you gave me the hyperactive, like the going mind and I'm outgoing and all of this. So I believe that if I put it under the blood and as soon as I put the addiction under the blood, I'm not, you know, the anxiety, depression, suicide, bro. Like when they say joy comes in the morning, Amen. the joy, hallelujah, Amen. the joy, hey, the joy came so heavy in the morning. I remember that morning after, and everybody thought I was crazy. They were like, let's see how long this lasts. I brewed I brewed uh, coffee, and I'm waiting for it to brew, and I hate life, dude. Like, everything was like, because I got up out of bed, and I went and smoked, like, yeah. straight up, just from the time. And I would wake up in the middle of the night and medicate, too. So, like, I'm standing at the coffee pot, and I'm like, I've been doing this routine for, like, five, six years now. What yeah. do I do? And I was just like, I'm going to switch it up and, like, I'm going to put praise and worship music on. I didn't even have any on my phone. Like, I got Drake and Lil Wayne. You know what I'm saying? So I get on Spotify and I just put in, like, praise and worship. And I hit the first thing. Don't even matter what it is. And I don't remember the name of the song. But as soon as it came on, bro, the spirit hit me. I hit my knees in the kitchen. And I'm weeping at 4.15 in the morning in front of the coffee pot, bro. On my face before God, and I didn't care. I told her, I was like, did you hear me this morning? Because, like, I didn't even care. If the kids woke up, I was going to lay them out in the spirit. You know what I mean? Like, it was just such a 360 
And it's like, I can't even take credit yeah. because but God. Without right. God, I'd still be addicted. Mm-hmm. Without this, God, I'd still be bonded. The song that we sang today in church, late in the midnight hour. Yes. Oh, yeah. God's, God's going to turn, turn it around. Yes. Yep. Yes. Because, yep. I mean, you you have a beautiful story. You, I mean, granted, we've only heard a little bit of it, but it's still, you know, dealing with him. And so I'm sure there was plenty of times where you just wanted to... Oh yeah. Did you ever feel like like it was done? So like when he had you know when he came to you and he was like, "Look, I'm you know like I'm done." You know, you didn't feel that way. But there was there a point within those 3 months that you were like, "Well, like maybe this is just what it is. Like like maybe it is done." It's not really actually, to be 100% honest with you. I don't know what it is. I feel like God had peace over me. Like with all the turmoil, my life was falling apart. I was like at peace. It was. You it was well, say that again. <laughs> say, <laughs> say that again. Yes, yes. Yeah. My life for real. My my. I was living with my mother-in-law, and he was gone, and God knows what he was doing, and I was just at peace. Like it was. I would. I'd be at church by myself. Me and my son. I would meet with a marriage counselor by myself. Like I was just. My neighbor tried to give me money to go get a lawyer to get custody of my son so he doesn't come back. And I took that money and went out to eat with it. Like, I just... <laughs> I was like... You I was, yes. I was truly no. at peace. And that's really, like, I was thinking back because I had a journal every day on everything that happened for those months. And I was like, there was not one time where I was like, you know, I don't love him anymore. He's gone too far. This is done. It was more like, God, please keep me strong. Please help me. Um... I'm praying for a miracle today. Show me yeah. a sign. And ironically, every single time that I would write that down, he would call me instantly. Like, my phone would ring, and it'd say hubby. And he's like, hey, can we have lunch? Or, hey, what are you and Carter doing right now? Because he and was bringing was her just, peace, but he was bringing me so much conviction. At the same time, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm using drugs. Like, I, no, Lord. Like, psych, yeah. you're not about to and just... And there were things where, yeah. you know, some people were like, you know, he's probably sleeping around. Never. Um you know, this is what's going on. He's probably partying. You know, the whole bachelor at life. He's living. He's living with his friends. Yeah. So the bachelor. Like he's had. He's had a great he had, old time. Yeah, he done no, moved on. Hundred percent. Yeah. And I'm like, and they're like, you know, you gotta move on. Like you have to. Like some really close friends of mine that grew up in church were like, you know, it's over. Like I know you guys were high school sweethearts, but it's done. You know, you yeah. can't take him back. That's, that's below you. So even people in the church. Absolutely. And so I grew up with in my church. Exactly. Yes. And you know, one of my favorite quotes uh, of all time is by Jackie Hill Perry. And she says, oh. it is funny how people of faith have a hard time being faithful. Yes. And so, like, when you hear that, like, even with the church, and I know, like, in your head, you were like, you can't even you like, you're the last person like, supposed to tell me that. You're supposed to be my rock right now, right? <laughs> like, yeah. you're my rock. And yeah. it, it wasn't like that at all. It was like I was seeing people for how they were, right. how they felt about him, right. you know, during that process. People we've known our whole lives. Right. But God and, had to be like, well, well, Chelsea, where is your faith at? Thank you. Yes. And I went to church. Like, yeah. I every Wednesday, every Sunday, Carter and I were there. You know, I was crying. I was a mess. But I was there. I made sure of it. <laughs> and I wasn't like that before. Yeah. For those years, I... The church, you know, once we got married, we left Calvary, and we didn't come back. Yeah. We were just grew up there, so it's like, let's go to the world and see what the world has for us. Yes. Bad mistake. Yes. Very bad mistake, because yep. then you see, now we're back. Yeah. <laughs> and, so, and that was another Now we got some bruises. <laughs> we're all right. right. Yes, and yes. That, and that strengthened our testimony, but that was another thing, too, because I was working a condo job I hated, and we were just too tired. Like, I worked the weekends. We couldn't go to church Sunday. And I remember saying, like, Lord, you know that this job is weighing on my mental health. 
I'm in a different place than where I was. Sorry, like I tried. This, this, <laughs> this place is bad for me. Like, if you, if you, I will take the step of faith. And if you make this work the way that I know you're about to make this work, we will be back in church on Sunday. And it was like, he was like, oh, bet. Bet it up. <laughs> yeah, like, right. Like, and it's like, yes. we have, we've like, it no, was literally yes. like it instantly. Was- and I couldn't believe, and again, I was like, slow down, Lord. Okay, I need a second. Yeah, <laughs> I'm having a hard time keeping up right where's now. Where's the money coming from? You know, because like the bill collector don't want to hear that you're going through a faith battle with God right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, a lot of people are like, um, so it's like, don't that's worry. nice. We'll God got in you. The dark. God got you. He's going to call and put this on the card. Like, For real though. Right? And it was like, I literally walked out of my job with no backup plan. Yep. Like, no real estate license, wow. no nothing. It was a Friday. And the Lord is so faithful by Monday unbeknownst to me the maintenance guy had stepped down at the church and they called and they were like we need a maintenance guy is that something you'd be interested in and it was at calvary and i was like oh lord like i I made you a deal that i'd be back at this church on sunday (laughs) and two days after i quit my job of five years it's like boop. now you have to work there and go to church there work there go to church there and clean it at night it was just like he (laughs) got us so wrapped in his just by and we we left that's what's ironic is that like we were like you know we don't need this. Like, we've, we've heard the truth. Now let's go, you know, do we, our own thing. Like, yeah, we get it. Basically, <laughs> like, you yes, know what I mean? Yes, like, you grew up your whole life. You don't it's know. the same thing yes. over and over. Yes. Yes. We don't know, know anything outside of the truth. But you yeah. set the example, though, because, like, by me doing what I did, like, you would expect her to be like, I'm going out with girls. Your mom's going to watch the kids. I'm Never going partying. And I talked to my mom, and she's like, she's at church. I'm like, she did what? <laughs> she, <laughs> she met somebody at church. Like, yo, we didn't even go to church together. What you mean? No. And then it was just like, like all the time, it was just like, turn up that, like, she's really like in faith. And then one morning I called her crying and I was like, I don't know how we're going to do this. And I'm not who I want to be for you. And I know you're not where you want to be, but we need to get back together. And I didn't hear nothing but sniffles. And I was like... Oh Lord, like because I, I thought was she was gonna tell it. me to go kick rocks, you know? No, I yeah. was like, yeah. you done no. She's like, she's not saying anything. Yeah, she's yeah. probably like, who is no, like, yeah, who is no. he? Because yeah. shortly after he left, you know, our lease was up at our house, yeah. So we had to move out because obviously I can't afford it on my own, right? Um, so we were leaving, and he came home to pack his things, and he was like, you know, I'm not, I can't be a husband or a father, basically. And I was like, I, I know this isn't who you are, and he's like, I don't want to feed you pipe dreams, and I held on to that. And I'm like, you know, maybe he's right, maybe you know. He's done or whatever, but that's the one and only time I ever thought about it. About and it's just like emptied my mind, and I'm like, you know, this is not who he is. Right. Like so, it didn't even cross my mind to not go to church. I haven't been there in years, and I just was like, I drove to church one day. Like this is what I need to do. Yes, instantly. And I don't know why. I can't no. explain and, it. And I just it, need yes, to go there. And it was uncomfortable and it was embarrassing because right. all our childhood friends, you know, Everyone's now knows what's going everyone's. on. Yeah. So I'm, I'm there with my kid by myself. And you're sitting there like, let me, okay. Let yeah. me ask you this question, Jordan. How scared were you whenever the Lord was was telling you, like when you said you didn't want to be in this job anymore? Like it was so much on your mind and because and, and, it's the same thing for me. Because like I'm working out of town Monday through Friday. Yeah, I get to come home. I still have time for church, and, and of course you didn't. But it's like, how scared were you? Uh, so that's what faith is. Yeah. That's yeah. where the faith comes in because it's like, if there was a job lined up and I knew, yo, as soon as you walk out of this one, Monday there's going to be a job for you, that's not faith. That's seeing with human. You don't have to be a Christian to recognize mm-hmm. a lined up job. Because faith is the evidence of things not you know, seen. Pa- yeah. yes. Pastor preached that today. He came up and talked about uh, with the bucket of fish with the basket and the fish and the bread and it's like if they knew that's not faith 
You know, they didn't know what was about to happen. Same yeah. way when they cast the net. They didn't know, but they had faith that something was going to come. So I stepped out with faith, and that's why I put emphasis on, like, we truly had no idea. And she was like, you're crazy. I was, crazy. Like, freaking out. I was she's, like, no, she's you got that money. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I had, I had paid vacation. Yeah. I worked six to yeah. two. So I had my whole day when I got off. I, like, walked on water because I was the only maintenance guy there. So, like, they treated me like a maintenance, you know, pro. I got away with everything. And I was just like, this is weighing on me, like, the politics and stuff. And I prayed about it. And I just heard him say, like, I've done it once. Yo, you questioning me is almost irritating because I've already proven to you what I can do. And I was like, whoa, God. Like, I'm not. not, Hold up. Like, I didn't mean to offend you. This is my flesh speaking. I trust you. And it was kind of like, how much do you trust me? And it was like, I'm done today. And I walked in on that Saturday and I I did the whole shift. I had a smile on my face and I was was washing windows. And I'm like, I had praise and worshiping. And I'm like, Lord, you've been so good to me. And you ain't about to let me. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I told her, like, this is a God thing. I'm leaving him no choice but to provide because we've burned the shit. Like, there ain't no way back to where we're going because right. I'm quitting. Like, there's no two weeks notice. I'm done. And I left that job, and it was like, and God I, was like, that's I, all I needed Yeah, but I can tell you, you that me. since he's quit that job, we've made more money than we've ever have. We, right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. You know, and, and tithing. We weren't tithing before. Nope. But, yeah, like, nope. even as we were, like, we're going to tithe. We're yeah. going to, because, I like. I on the auto pay, so I forget about everything, it. Everything <laughs> that we have, though, everything that we have is God. Like, my son's alive because of God. My marriage is strong right. because of God. I'm free from addiction because of God. My wife is where she's at. Like, people come in, they're like, you're so lucky. And I'm like, pump the brakes. Lucky, I ain't got ain't nothing got, to do Let me it. tell you something. Five <laughs> minutes of knowing me, God gets all the glory. Because Absolutely. like she says, the Jordan, y'all wouldn't have, the, the walls of the church would have fallen down when I walked up in there. Yeah. Like, you want to talk <laughs> yeah. about, like, the, the epitome of absolute, like, sin and being okay with it. Yeah. And it's like hearing her tell me, you know, and thinking back, and of course a lot of the memories are gone because of the drugs. Yeah. But, like, when you think back, it's like, who was I? Exactly. And, like, I have a lot of friends that still use, and it's right. like, you're not who you are. You don't realize it when you're using, exactly. but substances make you somebody that you're not. And if you're a person of faith, you believe that he made you that way because, yeah. and by not putting it under the blood, it falls into the same category of, have I not shown you before? We talked about the staff the other day yeah, about counting the notches on your staff of how good has he been. And when, you know, I wake up and I'm like, oh, I got to this or, oh, I'm going to have to this. And it's like, my son's alive. Yeah. He's done that. My marriage is together. I'm in a house. I'm in a job. You know, I'm yeah. free from addiction. I can't even tell you how long I've been free. You know why? Because he took it completely. Exactly. You know, like it's not something that I wish that I smell it now and I'm like, ooh. Like that's, you know, there's no, it's not. And see, like, I think that the biggest thing real quick is, is what I think what you and I talked about. My favorite, one of my favorite verses in the Bible is actually, um, of course, I'm thinking about it. I can't remember where it is. But it's where David says that even in the times where my circumstances are, are, are rough and I don't physically see God doing something and I'm, you know, I start to question. He said, I, I will rem- think back and remember the old days where God was faithful yep. and God did come yep. through. So that way I know that since he already did it, yeah. he will He'll do, do it, it again. again. He'll do it again. Yeah. And as soon as to like... And it was Moses, I believe, that was praying. I, again, don't remember the scripture, but he was praying, and they were winning the battle. 
and his arms got tired and he put his arms down and they started to lose the battle. Yeah. So he put his arms back up and they started to win the battle again and it, they got tired and it was up and down. So they actually had people come and hold his arms up. Yeah. And it's like how great of a testimony because if I relapse on my Bible, if I start to fall back, you know, if I don't go to church, if I don't give God all the glory, all of a sudden you start to get these, oh, I'm anxious to go into a busy place. Oh, I'm, I'm losing motivation to do this today. And it's like, hold up, it's under the blood. He's yeah, already yeah. done this for me. But mm-hmm. it's every single day picking up that cross and, like you said, treating like the bride of Christ. Yeah. And not like a once-all. He saved me once. I got washed. I said that yeah. prayer. You know, you're I, like, oh, I felt thank him. you for that. Now I'm going to go back about my and way And people doing what feel I his do. presence. Yeah. They feel his presence. And they're like, I felt God. And it's like, hold up, that was 40 years ago. Like, you done said the F word three times since we've been together. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you mm-hmm. can't, that's yeah. not a once all. Like, I'm a nice person. Well, there's a lot of nice, nice people, people in hell. Absolutely. There's a lot of nice people in hell. Like, let's talk Absolutely. about that. And, nice. <laughs> and you know what? I never want to be the person to, oh, to like sit there and talk to somebody and be like, hey, I felt God. I don't want felt to be past tense. No, I you feel him. Mean? Every I feel day. him every yes. day. Yes. I, you know, well, when was your last encounter? Two hours ago. As, like, soon, as soon as like, you press like, in. As yes. soon as you make the intentional decision to seek his face, he shows himself every time that I want to see him. Right. Every time that I open the word, he's he's present. Every time that I... I was out in the garage standing last night. Every night I go out and I spend time with that stupid car just to like relax. <laughs> I got praise and worship on, bro. And y'all's situation is coming to me and I just feel peace about it. And I'm just like, Lord, you're so present in my life. I'm out here doing something that I enjoy as a hobby. And you're just so present on this property, on my door frames, in my kids' rooms, Amen. in my garage, you know. Because, But it's like that didn't happen by saying a cute little prayer one time. Yeah, that made a decision like you guys say, as soon as you feel that, man, I'm not feeling myself today, but this oil is about to fix that. I, because by that, your stripes we, we are, are healed. healed. No weapon formed against me shall Absolutely. be able to. I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. You start wiping the door frames and the darkness has no choice but right. to flee. And that's why you have the peace. And that's why you have a marriage that makes it through. Yeah. And that's why your kids will serve the Lord and all of that stuff. And, because it's an intentional decision. And identity. Really quick. God wanted to be in, in, involved in this, didn't he? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Man, I can... I can feel I mean, the energy. He, just he runs the whole thing. He might as well show yeah, up. Yeah, right. <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. Hey, we're two or more gathered, right? You know there, what there I am as well. Yes. Exactly. That's funny. Uh, well, no, it's not funny. So tell him, tell him myself, right? You said earlier that you, uh, it was either you or I don't, I don't know who said it. I can't remember. <laughs> but when you were smoking um, uh, nicotine, yes. Tell myself, I still battle with that. Yep, me too. We yep. we have. God told us last night, give me your addiction. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we were late. Uh, so 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 he was he was asleep, and I was. So like when you're in a hotel, and um, for, for for those of you listening who who go through this, I'm with you. I don't pay the electric bill, so that AC goes all the way down. All the way down. <laughs> all it goes from 52 all is the yeah. 52, All baby. the lights stay on. I mean, I am, Bring me an I extra comforter. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, so it's 65 degrees in yes. here, and I don't even care. Yes. And um, so it was cold, and, and, and sleeping in, in that coldness with the warm comforter, uh-huh. you sleep like a baby. Yes. You know, except for last night. <laughs> except for last night, because my heart was stirring last night, and I kind of woke up and... Um, because of, of dealing with a lot of spiritual warfare and stuff like that, I constantly check on him. And I'm like, so I'll look at him. I'm like, okay, he's good. Everybody, 
the atmosphere is good, I'm good. So like, okay, now I got two questions. Am I just waking up for something? Or God, what are you trying to tell me? And God loves to talk to you at 3 o'clock, at three o'clock in the morning. In the morning. Yes. He, yeah. And I'm like, listen, you don't need sleep. But you created me <laughs> to need sleep. <laughs> and so I, I was like, okay, you know, it's, it's probably nothing. And so I roll over. And all I hear is, give me your addictions. Mm-hmm. And I stopped and I was like... Oh, at least he was upfront about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's so like today I had lit one up and we were about to pull in. And I had to throw it out because I immediately got yelled at. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm thinking in church, and that's what was wrong. Yeah, because the pastor really started talking about addictions, and I was like, Oh Lord, and how and and no, Spotlight. but like, listen. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And it's hard. Cigarettes yes. was hard. I mean, it's honestly, no cigarettes was harder for me than drugs. Yes. I stopped drugs a lot quicker than than, than yeah. hanging on to nicotine. Yeah. So nicotine, so the way with nicotine was like, it's kind of like a, an idol before me. Mm-hmm. Yes. And does the Bible flat out come out and say that smoking is a sin? No, but do no. I want to risk it? Absolutely. Yeah. Am I, and, and by, with the, the whole thing with the nicotine and with everything that I do is like, is this so big that I won't put it down. Like, Depends, like I look yeah. at it like I have this many blessings for you, but you'll surrender it all because God is all or nothing. Absolutely. So it's like when I broke it down like that and I was like, will I give it all to you? Absolutely. Will, and we talk about that too. Like, do you understand the severity of what you're praying? Like we were, we were singing this morning, like set me on fire. And it's like Our last, revival, yes. sin revival. And it's like, would y'all you know, know what, what to do with revival? <laughs> yeah. Would you, would you be willing to sit here for eight hours on your face speaking in tongues right. when revival hits this place? Fire you, fall on us. Yeah. You fire fall. That means. Are you? Yes. And it's like. To say, I will pick up my cross butt psych. I slip with words when I'm angry. I really like, uh, you know, my, you know, hey, bro, I've out. got, I've got <laughs> some, our first, our first two places, when we left, I'm talking replacing doors, yep, walls, replacing walls. Yep. I didn't go like fist through them. I took them off. Like I'm talking like off mm. and in pieces, Anger, yeah. holes through walls, you missing studs, bro. I'm crazy, crazy. Captain America, and it's like, and that's why, like, when she says, like, y'all really don't understand don't. the severity of how far yeah. I had slipped. So, like, that's what's beautiful about talking to people that are like, well, I have anger issues. Bet mine were worse. My- well, I have mental health. I bet, bet I was my- worse. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you can't. I put it under the blood. Well, what do you do about put it under the blood? Because okay. it's like you walk through. When I got off nicotine, I worked around people that smoked. So you walk through a cloud of smoke, and you're like, your mouth starts watering. And people, well, you don't like the smoke. Yes, I did. I like the taste of it. I like the yep. feel of it in my hands. I like the burn of it in my lungs. I like to smoke. smoke. I exactly. like to smoke. But here's the thing. He won that on the cross. The same way that he won salvation, the same way that the addiction, the same way that my marriage, the same way your anger issues, the suicidal thoughts, your nicotine addiction is under. Just like on, there's Gordon. no sin too big, no sin too small. <laughs> when on. he hung, you know, and I do that all the time. My hands are up like today. They were up an extra time and my shoulder starts bothering me. And I'm like, you know what? I bet his shoulders bothered him Amen. when he was pierced for something that I did. Amen. I bet his neck was a little bit cranked yeah. when he had that crown of thorns on and he didn't do a thing Absolutely. to deserve that. You know, and all yep. of a sudden my arms can stay up for a few more minutes. Or like Pastor Rayleigh said, the Cracker Barrel can stay hopping for a few more because Absolutely. this moment right here cannot be replicated. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And it's like when you think about that, like, will I let 
a cigarette? Will I let drug abuse? Will I let a cuss word or my anger or my resentment or the people that did me wrong seven times a day, bro? It says in the Bible that you are to forgive them when they ask multiple times a day, bro. There's people that I can't even look at in the face that have done me so dirty. And when you read that scripture, it's so humbling. He was spit on. He was kicked by people that had no idea. In his last breath, he said, forgive them, Father. For they know not what they do. And it's like just to have a glimpse of that mm-hmm. forgiveness. Forgive me, Father. And you know what I'm saying? Speaking through. I know it. I love it. <laughs> and I think like the, like the greatest part like to follow along with that was when he said, it is finished. 